Spoonful Apollo, here we go. Hey everybody, I'm Paolo, and today we have a fantastic episode because I am talking to actress and Selling Sunset star, Chriselle Staus. You guys, she's on Dancing with the Stars and she has been killing it. So, I can't wait to go meet her for the first time and make sure you vote for her. See you guys with Chriselle. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready? Oh. <laughs> Hi, Chriselle. Hi. Hi. Thank How you. are you? Good. Thank you for being on A Spoonful of Paolo. It's an honor. We're excited. We love you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so sweet. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Okay. So I first want to say congratulations on Dancing with the Stars because you are killing it. Um, I can't tell you, like, seeing someone who has no dance experience and seeing you in the ballroom every Monday night is so, it's so beautiful and it's so amazing. What has this journey been like for you personally since starting on Dancing with the Stars? You know, I mean, it's been such a wild ride. I mean, so filled with, you know, so many ups and downs because they're, the highs couldn't be higher. When you feel like you, you're doing something you just never would have imagined that you could possibly do. And then the frustrations of, of realizing your limits and wanting to do stuff and not being able to or, or thinking that it's going to go one way and it doesn't. So, I mean, it's, I feel like I'm definitely, I mean, I'm living life. I'm definitely living my best life. I'm having the absolute best time ever. And I just don't want it to end. Um, and so I, it's almost indescribable. I mean, it's just like nothing I've ever done. And it's just, it feels so exhilarating. Oh, I bet it does. You know, your last dance on Monday, you, the contemporary dance, uh, like we just watched it again, my husband and I, right before you came on and you just did, it was so beautiful. Like I get a little, like I get all choked up because it was so beautiful. We saw that the beauty that you brought to that ballroom, it was just, it was perfect. Um, I know that, you know, you dedicated to your parents and, um, and you, wrote, you wrote this and I'm gonna quote you. You said, um, more importantly, turning my pain from losing them into something beautiful and making them proud is the ultimate goal. I miss them every day. Um, did you feel your parents present that day in the morning or during the dance? Did you feel them? I really did. And I feel like that's really the only way that I was going to be able to push through the pressure of the moment, you know, because that was building and it really, in one instance, felt like, how am I going to perform under the pressure? Like, I can't mess this up. And, you know, your brain starts to, to feel like that. And then, and then there's just this calming presence of knowing that they were there and knowing that they are going to love it. And just the fact that I'm doing this for them, it was really just a moment of, um, that kind of like that superpower of, of I got this, they've got me, this is just a tribute of love to them. And so it kind of was able to let me get out of my head a little bit and, and, you know, get out of that side of my brain of like, you can't mess this up. It's really important. And just kind of go into that space of this is, this is a, a, a tribute of love. They've got my back and um, it can't go wrong if you're coming from that place. Yeah. And so that's where I came from. Yeah, I, I can only imagine how proud they are. I'm sure they were up there looking down, both of them like, God, look at our daughter, man. Like millions of people are watching her, you know, and you used to dance with your mom in your living room and now you're in the ballroom. And it's like, uh, it was just, it was beautiful to watch. And that's why if I was the fourth judge on that show, I would have given you a 10, okay? You would have gotten <laughs> a 10 because I don't care if the leg wasn't pointing or the feet, whatever Carrie Ann said, but it was so good. So you get a 10 in Paolo's book, okay? Thank you. I, listen, I will take it. And and between us, uh, that I was trying to point my feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess I still have some work to do. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. You know, like, I wonder you, like, growing up and seeing Dancing with the Stars, was there any part of you, like, were you like, oh, God, I wonder if I could be on this show? Or was that on your vision board? Did you ever think about it? Did it cross your mind? You know, when I was on All My Children, um, several of our cast members did the show, and they asked us one time, if anyone's interested, they're going to come and meet, you know, with whoever's interested and talk to you guys in a meeting. And I didn't even go to that meeting because it's one of those things. I just am not a dancer. And so I just never thought I would be good at it. And I just thought like, that's definitely not a show for me. I don't know what I'm doing at all. Um, and so for so many years to have passed, I mean, that was so long ago. Um, and to be at this place now and to feel like I'm living a different life than I was then, you know, it wouldn't have been fun for me because I was so self-conscious. I, I wasn't living, you know, like, where it's just like, you know, now it's like, I'm going to mess up and I'm okay. Like just being open about that. It doesn't, I don't have that pressure of feeling like, you know, for better or for worse that, you know, everyone's kind of seen the good, bad and the ugly. And so it, it's kind of freeing in that way where it's like, you know, I'm, I feel like, you know, I'm trying my best. I wouldn't, nobody can beat me in the heart category. I'm going to put every ounce of effort I have every week and, you know, we'll see how far that gets me. And, you know, so I feel like if you're coming from it from that place, then I already won. So oh, I, yes. yeah, it's, so that, that's how I feel. It's so good. <laughs> when you talk about all my children, I remember when I interviewed Susan Lucci um, and when she was on Dancing with the Stars, and I remember she telling me how it really takes you out of your comfort zone because it's really, it's a lot of work. Um, but for you, has there been something you you like, wow, I can't believe I got this in me since being on the show. Like it's just making you feel so empowering, so on top of the world. Has there been something? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I mean, I've never been, um, accused of being graceful. Like some, I've heard people say this now and that I'm like, Oh my God, they're talking about me. That feels so funny and weird. So I'm trying to own this, like, you know, I'm like, okay. Cause I always just always thought of myself as clumsy and awkward. And, you know, it's kind of given me a newfound confidence a little bit where I can, you know, I'm still going to be myself, which is like, I hope I, you know, get this right. But I, I feel like there is this um, this second layer that I've kind of found in myself that I, I've just never identified with this per. I've always kind of, maybe it's the way I grew up or, you know, not kind of fitting in in school. I don't know. But I, but now this is kind of giving me a little bit more of like, uh, like I can be graceful. I can be elegant. I can have a confidence of, you know, um, you know, and of course, if I fall, I'll laugh at myself. I'll be the first one to laugh at myself. But I just think that it's kind of given me that, that I've never had. I've never had that kind of a feeling before, you know, walking in a room or anything. It's just kind of given me a little more assurance in myself. And that's that's been a, a surprise. I didn't know that it would do something like that. Yeah, please don't forget that when you, and, you know, tonight on Monday night, remember that confidence, bring it to the dance floor because you have it in you and we see it. And I love that you're just growing from that. So yeah, congrats on that. So I have to ask you. Thank yes, of course. Have any of your co-stars from Selling Sunset, do you know if they're voting for you? Have they reached out to you? Like, do you know, like, including Christine, are they voting for you? Please tell me yes. Like, cause I will tweet them myself if I have to. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, I definitely know, like, there's a group of them, we're close, um, they're definitely voting, they're so sweet, um, you know, they're, like, putting it up on their Instagram to remind other people to vote, which is so sweet, I mean, obviously, it's a splintered group, not everybody is I voting. got it, I got it. <laughs> but, 
but that's okay. You know, um, you know, the people I'm really friends with, of course, you know, they are and they're, they're so supportive and amazing. And that's mm, been really That's great. so awesome. You know, I have to tell you the truth. The only reason why I watch Selling Sunset is because of you. It is because of your heart. It is because of your hard working. It is because you're just so giving. And we see that you don't take the things you have in life. You don't take for granted. Um, when did you free, when did you realize that this show is massive? Was there something when you were having dinner with a friend or were you just watching the news? They're talking about you like when did you, you realize okay this is a big show people are loving selling sunset well it's interesting because you know um when season three which is the biggest one that we had so far we were all in the middle of lockdown pandemic and so um even in those crazy environments where you're not going out and you're not kind of like you know just out in the public like you would normally be even under those circumstances, I felt it change and shift where everybody kind of, I mean, it was like topic of national conversation. You would just turn on TV and, and people were talking about it, you know, like huge shows and stuff. And so we had passed that point where it was like, if you watch the show, it kind of was more of like a pop culture moment. Um, and so I think the I think it was just that because it's pandemic, we were locked down. So I think it was just like the moment of like, I'd be watching regular television and we'd be getting, we'd be being talked about on, on shows where you're like, oh my God, what is going on? And so now that I have like, you, you know, like going out just a little bit, um, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, people have really responded to the show and also social media. I feel like there's just been this tide of people that have, you know, whether they've connected with a certain story or they just like the fun of the show. It's just been a, a crazy wave of, um, I feel like it's been very positive, um, which is great because especially, you know, with what all we covered, I, you couldn't know how it was gonna go. Um, so it's just been a, a growing experience and it's been um, very surprising, but wonderful. Yeah, oh my God, it's true. It's a very positive show. And you're right, like you're seeing like the, to uh, the View, Wendy Williams, when they're in Hot Topics, I feel like it's a good thing. When they're talking about your show and you're in these hit like daytime shows, you know you've made it, you know? Um, like literally, even with the show, like, you know, you you have gone through so much, which we don't have to get into details because if you watch the show, you know what you've been through. Um, and I wanna say thank you for being so open about it because you could easily, you know, turn the cameras off, say, I don't wanna talk about it, get me out of here, run away from it, but you are a fighter, you are a survivor. You stood there and you talked what you had to talk about. Um, do you see yourself as a survivor with everything you've been going through in your in your life? Um, you know, I, I guess there are elements, of course, that it's a compliment that, that you say that. And I feel like, you know, anybody that has had to overcome things at a young age, it kind of does form how you handle adversity. And I feel like I ha I do attribute that kind of, uh, reflex that I have when things go bad to the way that I grew up and the things that we had to kind of, you know, just pick yourself up from. Um, and so yeah, I, I guess that there is, I definitely do have that element in me as far as, you know, not folding and always trying to pick yourself up. I mean, of course, when I think of that word, I think of people that are, you know, I mean, the, the, they have such bigger issues and problems and they have, you know, they have children, I, people share their stories with me. They have kids that are dealing with cancer or things like this. And, um, you know, so I, I feel like I'm, I'm very, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if, if I would qualify to be on that list, but if so, I take it as a huge compliment. Mm, you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, you've been very open. You know, when, in seventh grade, I think tenth grade, you you know, you were homeless. You and your family, and you write, which is, is I'm going to read it, and I quote you. You say. Um, <clears throat> 
Oh, I just love it. Okay, as you can imagine, as a high schooler, it wasn't the coolest thing. It was just really hard to live the lie at school and make sure no one knows and being really embarrassed about it. Even talking about it now, I start to sweat. Um, I just, I think this, what gets to me is because I remember me being in high school and, you know, me with being bullied, you try to hide that, you, you know, you, I ate lunch by myself in the bathroom and so it took me back to that. But for you, when I read this, I just, I want to know how, when you're homeless, how, what motivated you to continue and believe in yourself and in your dreams? Because, I mean, obviously look where you are today. So there had to be something to motivate you when you're in this place in your life that something had to tell you, keep going, keep going, keep going, because you're going to get there. What was it, you think? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, so at a young age, I remember I, I was an avid reader and I started reading about a world and these books and it would really transform me and kind of open my mind outside of this little town that I lived in with, with no means, you know. And so I think I attribute it to, as a kid to kind of, you know, reading and, and learning about all this stuff and then really like feeling like I had a passion and I wanted to get out. I, I, I knew that I, just inside of me, this wasn't going to be my life forever. And so there was just this inside passion that I had that I, I knew in those moments. It just kind of, I relied on that to carry me through those, you know, I had those same, that breaks my heart that you say that because I had those same moments, you know, I had those same times and, you know, and it's hard in high school, you just want to fit in or middle school, you just, you almost like, it's too much to ask to even be the cool kid. It's like, just please don't, just don't look this way. Let me just like, you know, be able to blend in. And so, um, to, you know, yeah. So I think it's just, it's, it's an inner voice. And then it's also, you know, my parents were very supportive, but you know, they, they dealt with a lot themselves. So I think it was just really that inner voice knowing like, this isn't going to be my life. I'm going to change this, even in those moments, knowing that. It's true, that inner voice. I mean, look, hello, in 2005, you booked your first on-camera role and all my children, Amanda Dillon, I think it was a four-year contract. Like, I can't even yeah. imagine how proud your parents were that their daughter did not give up on herself. That, you, Like you said, you just had it in you and you didn't give up. You're so sweet. I mean, that, that was my dream literally coming true. I always wanted, I mean, I would watch these soap operas with these glamorous women and and I couldn't be anything more opposite than them at the time watching this as a kid. And so I, you know, I really aspired to do that. And I wanted to do acting and I wanted to do these, you know, hair turns and, and then cut to the day I'm on set filming my opening title shot. It was everything I had in me to not burst into like happy tears. I mean, it was literally just this, like, this is, this can't possibly be real moment. Um, and it's something I will always carry with me. I will never forget that day. I've, I've now been on soaps since 2005. Yeah, so Days Are Alive, Y&R, all these soaps you've been on. Exactly, yeah. It's so. I've done so many of them at this point. And that's just still to this day, um, one of the most special days I've ever had because it truly was just like that real life dream coming true moment. Um, so it's it's been amazing. I, I love the soap community. I feel like you never know what could happen. I could still go and do like a little, a, a turn here or there um, with like a, a story character or something. So you never know. Maybe I'll pop back up. God, you're so, you're so awesome. Um, you know, like I said, I just love watching you on Monday nights and that dance that you just did really got to me. It was so beautiful. You inspired so many people out there. So in um, memory of your parents, um, for Renee and Jeff, we are going to be donating $500 to stand up to cancer because you really touched us in your last dance. So that is in memory of your parents.
Okay. That is really very sweet. Thank you so much. They would have, I know I could speak for them and say that they're so grateful. Mm. Thank you very much. Very well, sweet. thank you for being so open because you're helping so many people out there knowing that you can get through, if you, you can get through it and you will get there and just believe in yourself like you did. So um, I want to tell you. such a light. This is yeah. my favorite interview of all time. You really are just a beam of sunshine. And oh I'm God. so happy that we got to do this. Thank you. I know. I just want to show people how easy it is to vote for you because just like Monday, like, hello, I voted for you. And look, there you are. Look, there's proof, the date, the time, 7 because it's so easy. See, people, I do vote for her. I'm not just saying it. Um, you just, you know, you text the number 21523. You type in your name, Prashel, 10 times because you get 10 votes. And Ming, that's what we have to do tonight, Monday night, because we need you to go as far as you can, you know? And Oh, my yeah. gosh. And tonight's going to be really special. It's Halloween night, Villains Week. Um, I get to be Maleficent, so I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I you're going to be so gorgeous. I can't wait. Uh, uh, so, yeah, do me. So, vote and then get out there and vote for the election in the same time people so do both yes. you know so yes do that yes, yes, yes. right uh yes. so i'm gonna take this opportunity and say thank you so much it has been an honor i am so proud of you like i've been looking so forward to speaking with you keep living your dream and um i adore and love you i really do okay you have my heart this has just been such a you just made my day so thank you so much for having me. you're welcome thank you for being you okay all right Mwah. Uh, thank bye. You. Thank you, Kishou. Thank you. Good luck. You got this. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today on the A Spoonful Apollo podcast. For tons more interviews or the video version of this episode, visit our website, aspoonfulapollo.com or our YouTube channel. I'm Paolo Presta, and I hope you always remember to dream big. Dream, dream, dream big. Spoonful <laughs> Apollo. <laughs>